This is Shannon Parsons, founder of the Fempreneurs Mastermind. And if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend, Brandon Straza with The Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to The Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got the founder of Fempreneurs Mastermind, Shannon Parsons. We talk about why you should only let positive things into your brain and how connecting with the right people help make that possible. Shannon talks about her mantra. She says each day by asking, what am I ready for now? And how a true mastermind is about your growth while helping you take the steps to expand your business. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. You know I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, we have got Shannon Parsons, founder at Secret Knock Women, co-host at Secret Knock, and VP of the Mastermind Association. Shannon, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Brandon. This is going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it because we've already had a pretty awesome conversation before this one. So, hey, real quick, if someone feels like they really jam with you and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way either personally through social to find you out there in the social stratosphere? Oh, that's a great question. You can email me, Shannon at ShannonParsons.com, or just look for me on Facebook. That's where I pretty much live all day, all night. I'm hanging out there. Just look me up, Shannon Parsons, send me a little Facebook messenger, and I will reply. Awesome. Reach out to her. She's saying, hey, please do it. And uh, if you get any uh, juicy nuggets out of this, definitely reach out to her. So, all right, let's get going on this. The availability to learn and have access to different people obviously has really changed over the last five, 10 years, not just because of social, but that's a pretty big helper behind it. When you and I were younger, we learned from textbooks and teachers and, you know, the people, you know, our, our classmates. But eventually that became our friends and our coworkers. And that allowed us to have kind of a sliver of what was possible. How has your learning changed over the last several years versus today? Well, for starters, I let go of all my Britannica encyclopedias. <laughs> you know, we always had the, the collection of those. You know, it's been an amazing journey where for me, I first started thinking, oh, if I could interview people, then I'll be able to get into their world. And it definitely was one of the most beneficial things I ever did because it really opened my eyes into the different backgrounds that everybody has and what they're trying to create in the world. And it, and it led me down this, this rabbit hole of meeting the most amazing people. So it's all about your sphere of influence. Who are you meeting and who are you choosing to hang out with? Because sometimes you'll meet people and, and you get to decide in that moment, is this someone I want to learn and grow with or do I want to keep traveling down this road? So for me, a hundred percent. It's been the people that I choose to hang out with on a regular basis to learn from and to be mentored by. Yeah. You know, and I, I did a solo show earlier in, in the podcast and I talked about the people you surround yourself with. What's the saying, you know, you're mm -hmm. the, the, the five people that you surround yourself with. I'm curious because you mentioned the people you're surrounding yourself with. Do you ever look back and sit there and say, man, if I had made this step and I had replaced these three people, these four, all five people, like where you would be at today. Have you ever looked back to see how much of an impact that really is? 
Honestly, I haven't because I am not one of those people that lives in regret. If I were to do that, then it would mess up my mindset. And my mindset is very important to me. I only allow very positive things to come into my brain. So I choose to believe that I am right where I'm supposed to be right now. And I can look back into the past to say, oh, I could have taken action sooner, but to not like worry about having not done it. But what can I do now? Who can I connect with now with all of the resources and the learning that I have now and just continually looking forward and then celebrating those wins and being proud of myself for continuing to take those steps. Yeah. Not, not remembering not to make those same mistakes, but like focusing on that positivity, the brain, which I think you're, you're a bit of a fan of is a really confusing place that we are probably our own worst enemy and how we can trick ourselves into something that's really not there. And so focusing on that negativity really doesn't help you get to where you want to go. I have this, it's kind of a mantra, but it's a question that I ask myself every day. And it's, what am I ready for now? And I think having that word now is so important. It's, yeah. it's like this juicy word inside my mouth where it opens up possibilities and it gives me permission to continually look forward and to keep striving and to have ambition. And that's something that's very different from me in the past. I, I would just feel stuck or loosey goosey, but asking myself, what am I ready for now? It, it lights a fire inside my body. Yeah, no. And, and you just segued into what I was looking to, you know, talk about, which is like people and getting stuck. Oh, I think there's a lot of ways to execute what's in our head, but sometimes we just get stuck. We get in the bushes. We've recently gone through and we're kind of still going through a pandemic. And to me, this is causing, I would sit there and say, you know, it, it's creating a reset on how we're able to accomplish things. How have masterminds helped you when you're looking to reset and get unstuck? Oh gosh, masterminds. This is just such an amazing subject. I'm so glad that we get to dive into this. So as humans, we tend to get in our own mind. We get into tunnel vision. And literally, if you cup your hands and put them over your eyes, you can't see the peripheral. You can only see what's right in front of you and you end up missing, what is this? Maybe 90% of what is around you. But you go into a mastermind, a true mastermind where everybody is there focused on you and your success and your growth, and they can see what's outside of you. They can clearly identify some, something that can be shifted, something that can be let go of, and really help you hone in on those steps that you can take to really grow and expand. Yeah, it's, it's the horse blanders. They can see around mm-hmm. corners that you might not be able to, and that's the power of it is surrounding yourself because of their network, because of their knowledge, their their successes, their failures, and them just sitting there saying, hey, don't worry, you're not going to see this coming, but I've been there. Oh my gosh, I love that. Horse blinders. I'm going to make that into one of my stories. You are a genius. Thank you. Uh, I know. <laughs> I never get tired of never hearing that, actually. So might be the first time in 42 years. Uh, you know, <laughs> and talking about just how, how we learn, how we take in information. Today, there's more ways to take in information than ever before. The amount that the, what's in front of us is just, it's, it's crazy. So, and it can be confusing. Some people, they look for mentors. Some people look for accountability buddies, masterminds, online courses, self-help, whatever it is, how we learn. Who are you currently learning from? And more importantly, how did you end up finding them? Oh my gosh. I 
am so fortunate to be surrounded by so many amazing people. I'll go back to my my origin story and how I found my initial coach and mentor. It's kind of, and I put this in air quotes, on accident or divinely guided, where I had a conversation with the powers that be. I like to call them Gus, which stands for God, universe, and spirit. So I said, okay, Gus, I need somebody in my life that's going to help me move forward. And I need it to be really obvious that they're sitting right next to me. So I know clearly who this person is. Well, two hours later, I meet Greg Reed, who is the founder of Secret Knock. He's the one who created Mastermind Association. And we've been working together for two years. He's the one that has really opened doors for me and just personally and professionally. So number one, Greg Reed, he... He's, he's one of those tough love guys. So he, he's like, Shannon, and he just tells me how it is. And he says, go out there and own your space. And, and so being pushed by someone like him is amazing. I tend to be really touchy-feely and uh, slow and steady, and I'll, I'll practice things to perfection. And he's like, no, just get out there and do it. So he's one. Another one is Scott Duffy. So Scott has been an amazing person that I've been able to align with and help him run his masterminds. So this whole world of masterminds is is really the nugget, the base, the foundation of all of this. And then some other people like Dan Clark, who is this amazing speaker who's helped me rein in all of my thoughts into a singular message so that I can speak more clearly and and really own my space. So between these, these three guys, that's who I go to when I'm feeling stuck. Yeah. And it's interesting. You didn't just sit there and say, hey, this one person's been the secret sauce. It's we need almost like the coach, the mentor, the you know, you need that different level of how they're going to push you, mm-hmm. help pull you and then hold you accountable. It's not just one person at the end of the day. Well, they all serve a very specific need for me. And, you know, I have lots of other people that I go to and I have this amazing tribe of women that I can lean on as well. But it's who is the expert in what I'm working on right now and who can push me in the way I need to be pushed right now. Again, it's the word now. Yeah, I like that. You know, what what is it now? So let me ask you, and if you want to keep it yourself, I completely understand. What was it when you sat there this morning and said, hey, what am I ready for now? What I am ready for now actually is launching a women's mastermind for fempreneurs. So last night I actually went and bought fempreneursmastermind.com going to be launching a brand new mastermind that really supports focused and fierce feminine women who want to own their space and do it in a way where they're not trying to be over masculine and they're not trying to be over uh, permissive, but how can we really stand in this space of confident feminine power and bring that into our life and business? Because so many things are changing with the world with so many women going back to work and being entrepreneurs and how do we balance, you know, life and family. Uh, So that's, that's my big what now. What was the driving force behind, you know, going out and doing, doing that? Was it, is there a lack of it out there? Do you feel that it's just not represented? Do you feel that like, Hey, you just wanted to mark your, you know, mark your spot in time and say, this is the legacy I want to leave behind. What was the driving force? Initially, it was that I was going to these events and I would see these women take the stage and either they were too masculine in their message. So they're trying to find their way talking like a man, or they were telling these stories of authenticity, but it was all about the struggle and the pain. And it, while it, it moved the audience, 
it didn't make the audience want to take action and, and to really see, hey, if she can do it, I can do it too. So I was finding it was one extreme or the other. And I thought, why aren't these women leading from this place of power? We've all overcome something, whether you're a man or a woman. We've all gone through some kind of hero's journey, but you need to lead from that hero place. So for me, it was this crying out where I thought, I need to help more women lead from that place of power, from that superhero ability And there are some amazing women who are leading the way, but it's not enough. We need more. So that's when I thought, okay, I'm going to step up and do this. As far as leaving a legacy, I don't know if I will leave a legacy and and really what that means because people kind of forget who you are after three generations or so. But if right now, if I can make a ripple effect, if I can reach one person who reaches a person as that pebble in the water and, and all those ripples... If I can do that, then my soul is happy. No, absolutely. That means a lot in that ripple effect. It's it's the revolving, you know, ripple effect. You touch one, it touches two, it touches six, so on and so forth. So, you know, let's kind of stay in the area of what you're building right now. You know, typically when people invest in their future, they have a better than vague idea of what they're getting into. They're able to have like some form of like expectation of what the outcome and who's going to be in the room. Okay. So you are a co-host of Secret Knock Women, or sorry, you, you are the founder of Secret Knock Women, you're co-host of Secret Knock, and now you're starting this new mastermind. What should people expect when they enter Shannon's reality? Ooh, Shannon's reality, dot com. <laughs> what, what you can expect, number one, is to be nurtured, to be heard, validated, and understood. I know you and I had a chat before this where... I shared with you that my background is really in helping people overcome trauma, emotional trauma. So I have this unique ability to really see and understand where someone's coming from in that deeper level. So there's there's that one side. The other side is that business building side. What do you want to create? How can we support you? And how can we get you the resources you need quickly? I like to say, you know, move to the front of the lunch line. In school, we're taught that we have to wait in line and, and you know, only take our fair share and, and all these, these messages. But as an entrepreneur, the rules are completely different. So when you come into the mastermind, who are you? What are you working on? What is your challenge? How can I help you? And how can the team, the rest of the group, help you move forward quickly, effortlessly, with ease and grace to move forward and lead from that place of power? Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's finding that inner person that can come out and scream and shout, but in an appropriate way yeah. and, and what they want to get across, you know, to the world or to whomever that, that audience really is. So, you know, we're in masterminds that's what we're, you know, it's called the mastermind effect, but mastermind has been around for a long time. Yes. Apostles, Benjamin Franklin, then someone that you've probably heard of. And, uh, you know, one of your mentors, uh, Greg Reed looks fondly upon Napoleon Hill when he wrote Mm -hmm. about it finally. To me, there's been this huge boom of self-education versus standard education over the last, you know, five, 10 years. Where do you see it really going forward with everything that's going on in the world today? Well, we've got our, our standard education that we know works for some people and then the rest of it doesn't. So a lot of people will say, I didn't go to college and now I'm doing really well, or I did go to college and I'm doing well, but I'm not using anything I learned in college. It's all outside boot camps or mastermind style. And then we have people that say, I went to college, I learned, and I'm doing well. So we have like three 
different stories that are happening. So it's going to be a little bit different depending on your unique one learning style and what you're going after. I love the mastermind idea and this this collaborative idea because we're learning from real life experience. We're not learning from somebody who's teaching an idea or a concept. We're getting to get the wisdom and counsel from someone who has been there and is now on the other side and ready to lead the way. So if I can help somebody save time, save money, save resources to get to where I've been and then go beyond, that's the whole point. It's kind of like the vision I have for my children. Please do better than me. I'm going to, I'm going to teach you everything I know. Do better than me. Take it. It's like the baton. Take the baton, run with it, go be amazing. So for me personally, I never learned in a traditional setting. The best education I've ever gotten has been hands-on, kinesthetic, learning from the people who have done it, pushing me to go even when it was uncomfortable. And I think that's the the most beautiful thing about a mastermind is when we step outside our comfort zone, there is a whole team of people there who has our backs and says, you've got this. Don't stop now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's people's experiences. You say, go to the front of the lunch line. One of my mentors talks about getting the fast pass at Disney and always going to yeah. the front of that line. Like who doesn't want the fast pass? Who doesn't want to go to the front of the line to have that cafeteria food? Well, Maybe not the cafeteria <laughs> food, but who doesn't want that? Like the possibilities are endless once you take everyone that's on that ladder together and move them forward. When people are around you and Greg and what you are building, people probably have a way of surprising you from time to time, okay? Whether ingenuity, their drive, whatever it is. Tell us, give me an example of someone that has been in a room that you curated and what was the outcome that really surprised you because they were in that room? You know, one thing that surprises me the most is our perception of other people and how when someone will come into the room, I will have this perception of them because of their accomplishments and to hear so many people talk about having imposter syndrome. So these titans of industry are doing the most amazing work out in the world and still feeling like an imposter. So that's the first thing you that I thought of when you said, what is surprising me? And then getting to see these people have, you know, a breakthrough of sorts where they're coming out and they're walking taller when they leave. They are shining brighter in their eyes. They've got more clarity. So it's it's this beautiful gift that I've been able to see where it doesn't matter how successful somebody is in their life or has been in the past. There's always room for growth. You can always learn something new, stand up taller, and then take that and, and do something amazing with it. What I love to see is when, when someone leaves one of our masterminds and then they call a month or two later and say, hey, just so you know, I quit my job and now I'm doing this full time. Or I just got that funding I needed. It came out of a connection of a connection of a connection and seeing that the, the magic happen in real time and getting to be the witness to that. Yeah. And that's because of the connections, the networking, the the other people's experiences that that is, you're able to fast track that. Mm -hmm. I mean, without that, when I built my first company, the world wasn't the way it was where I could rely and lean on all these other resources out there. But today, I mean, why wouldn't you utilize something like that? It just, it baffles me that people sit there and they kind of put up, they, they want to have those horse blinders on them continuously. Well, that's what we're taught, right? We're taught blood, sweat, and tears. Well, what if we just say, no, how about ease and grace? And when you put that intention out there, your subconscious is going to start scanning your environment for how can I do this and make it easy on myself? And then 
in air quotes, I say miraculously, the resources come to you. Yeah, that is. I had an experience like that the other day. I'm like, I need this type of uh, thing for this. 24 hours, because I just kept asking people, I'm like, hey, do you have this? Do you have that? And 24 hours later, the person I was specifically looking for was right in front of me and reached out to me. And it wasn't because of the people I asked. I don't know. It just happened. But you did ask. Yes. You did put that out there. So there was some kind of action that you took. You knew what you wanted and you started asking. And maybe it wasn't a direct, I asked person A and they gave it to me. But just in that asking and putting it out there and being in a mastermind, you have that permission I guess, to really ask for what you're looking for. And one of the most fun things is when someone says, oh my gosh, I know the exact person that you need to connect with. Let me pull out my phone right now and text you and and them and make this introduction. That is amazing. Yeah, it really is. There's no quantifiable, you know, anything that you can put on that right there. Let's kind of, in the world of, you know, what you really like, and I don't want to go too much into trauma of the entrepreneur, But do you see that there is a difference in how an entrepreneur goes at it from a solo experience and has not a trauma, but something that's going on up there that they just really struggle to get out of their head versus someone that works in corporate America and has all these amazing people around them? Do you see that there's a difference between the corporate America versus the entrepreneur and how they kind of deal with problem solving? I see that there's a big difference as far as problem solving. The thing about the entrepreneur is it's not for the faint of heart right? If you are an entrepreneur, one thing that you need to know about yourself is that each time you up level, each time you step outside your comfort zone, each time you expand into that next best version of you, stuff is going to come up. Those triggers from past traumas are going to come up because they have to be healed or cleared or resolved so that you can be more, do more, have more. In the corporate world, it's the same thing every day for the most part. You have your challenges and everything, but you're not constantly stepping outside your own comfort zone to be that next level of you. So entrepreneurs, I like to joke that we are either standing in the winner's pose, celebrating, or we're in the fetal position crying, ready to throw in the towel. But it's this beautiful thing that we get to experience as an entrepreneur to continually heal, grow, learn. And every time we do that, our comfort zone expands. And then our learning expands, our sphere of influence expands, but it all is stepping outside the comfort zone, constantly seeing what comes up, dealing with it. I like to call it the poo-poo platter. See what's on the poo-poo platter, <laughs> figure out how that you're going to resolve it, and then keep moving forward. And the most important thing, again, as we've already said, is make sure you have people who support you, who have your back, who will encourage you to keep going. Yeah. Now, we've talked about all these amazing experiences inside of a mastermind, but when it comes to creating it, building it, and having that structure where everyone's working kind of in a circle per se, so it goes around, it's the individual that actually puts it together initially, sits there and finds those people to bring them together. And you've been, you're the VP of Mastermind Association that is helping those individuals build those rooms out. What was the motivation and the driving force? What was the why behind you and Greg doing this? For Greg initially creating the Mastermind Association, it was really based on this idea of a true mastermind. We hear this word mastermind, it gets thrown around a lot. And a lot of times it's either a pitch fest where everybody is pitching their own business or it turns into some kind of therapy session. But a true mastermind is a gathering of people that you admire and respect. 
so that you can learn with them and learn from them and come together as a collaborative force to make a difference in the lives of each individual and in the world. So when he put this together and launched it, of course, I jumped on board. Me as a people person, one of the things that is my superpower or strength is building community. So for me, I get to love and support each person as they are stepping outside their comfort zone and building something new. So Mastermind Association is a a learning program where we'll teach you how to host a true mastermind, how to surround yourself with people you like and admire so that you can build your own circle in your area. Um, And then you always have that support. So if you get stuck, we're there for you. But again, it's creating ripples, right? So if I'm teaching someone how to do this, then they're going to do it in their area and make ripples. And then those people are going to do that. And it keeps expanding and expanding. For me, that's, that's Disneyland. That's entrepreneurial Disneyland is to see the the difference that I can make. Yeah, it's the Magic Kingdom. It's, uh, I can't think of the Epcot. It's everything all put into one place right there. Who's an ideal candidate or client or someone that you get to work with at, you know, Mastermind Association? Who's really, who is this for? So as far as the Mastermind Association, where we are certifying other people to host their own mastermind, it's somebody who has already had some level of success in their area of business. And they are ready to grow and expand and want to do it with people who are like-minded, so positive-minded, solution-focused, and they want to make a difference in their community. So if you are feeling like, what do I want now? What's next for me now? How can I let people know more about me and what I'm doing in my world while creating this really cool system of people by my side? That's what we're looking for. Yeah. You want to just... Cool people, cool places, cool things, cool everything. It's like a secret knock. There's one rule. Be cool. Yeah, pretty easy. That's not a bad rule if that's the only one on there. Have you ever looked at the word mastermind? Like if I tell people, hey, I'm in a mastermind, some people look at me and they're like, what? And then you tell them about it and they're like, they have different thoughts about what it is. And then you have the people that are like, oh, I've been to something like that. I just didn't know it was called a mastermind. So you, you get different trains of thoughts. Do you feel sometimes you have to explain what a mastermind is more often than not? You know, in our world, I don't. Everybody that I have come across has been in some sort of mastermind or another. I think the biggest disconnect is if someone thinks it's just another networking event in which it's not. So I say, no, it's it, this is really what it's like. And, and I'll say, I'll just kind of give them the, the rundown. It's who are you? What are you working on? How can we help you? What are the resources you need? And, and really, we're focused on you. We are yeah. dedicated to your success. And then you get to be dedicated to this person's success and this person's. And it's a collaboration. And so I think when someone is, is new to the idea, they go, oh, that's what I've been looking for. The light bulb just goes off to like, I've, this, is, this is the piece that, that has been missing. So, you know, we're getting closer to the end, but I've got a few other questions that I've really been wanting to ask you. And one of them has to do with success. I think with today's social media, we're actually afraid of talking about our success and being successful right now. What do you think it really takes to get over that fear of being successful and then sharing that with the world? Well, it's a fine line, right? To share your successes and and not be bragging about it. One of the things that I do is I I have a couple people that are 
are my people that I call when I have a really big win and I want to celebrate that win. So on that side, I get to be super braggadocious and yay me, I'm amazing. I did it. I nailed it. And the other person on the other end of the line is going, yeah, you did. Good for you. So having that is is really amazing because I get to move that energy through my body. I get to feel that celebration. Now, when I go to post something on social media, I can craft it in a way that it feels more more like I'm, I'm sharing, but then also the whole point in sharing a success is to inspire others to know that they can do it too. So when you're posting, what is it about what you just went through that will inspire somebody else to be able to take that same kind of action or find that same kind of success? And when someone can look at you and know that they can do it too, then it becomes something that they feel empowered by as opposed to someone is just bragging. Yeah. It's not a secret sauce, but it could be a secret knock that you need to get to where you're going. (laughs) Do you know the secret knock? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, right now, I think there's always ideas and always prosperity happening. When times are good, it's super easy to me. It's like, okay, everyone can be successful. But I think real ingenuity and uh, innovation comes out of when we really feel the squeeze. What are you working on right now? And that's going to take place over the next 12 months that really excites you. Number one, this women's mastermind, the Fempreneur's Mastermind. I'm also going to be writing a book. So I, I took a road trip last week to Utah. My mind, body, spirit was calling me to just drive to Utah. And I didn't really know why. But as I was driving, I got all these ideas for the next book that I want to write. And and I, I could see it so clearly in my mind. So I don't want to talk too much about it yet because I'm still pulling in all the pieces, but there will be a book. It will be a collaborative book where I'm going to be looking for specific kinds of stories from women who have found a way to really own their power, own their that space inside themselves where they can stand confidently now. So that'll be coming out. And again, I've got the most amazing support system behind me who's helping me put all of those pieces together. So to to be able to to bring that the mastermind in the book out is delicious. And the name of the mastermind is the, it's the Fempreneur mastermind. Is that correct? Fempreneurs with an S. Fempreneurs. Yeah. We want a lot of them. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's the idea is, is to come together collectively a symbiotic relationship and be able to share the work that everyone has put together. Yeah. And you know, what's so funny is now, now that I've made that intention and put that out there, I am meeting the most amazing women successful, kind, feminine, goddess, badass, all all those amazing words. I I am really getting to connect with some amazing women who are really making a difference on this planet. And so I'm so excited to be able to align forces with so many amazing people. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know, what is one tip or tactic or actionable item that if someone listening to this today implemented it over the next 30, 60, 90 days, they would see true impact that you can leave the audience with. First, I'm just going to say it again, the what am I ready for now? Because it really opens up the subconscious to start scanning the environment for opportunities. And when you ask the brain a question, the brain wants to answer it. So what am I ready for now is the most important question that I think someone can ask themselves. The other tool that I use that is my favorite go-to is to play this thing I call the what if game. So what it does is the, the intention behind it is to raise your energy, raise your vibration, raise your excitement. 
and just play what if. And it, and it doesn't matter if it's real or true. The idea is not to make it happen, but to get in that excitement mode. So you can say, what if I write this book and it's a bestseller before I even do the bestseller push? What if I align myself with the most amazing people who push me forward? What if all the success I've already had is just the beginning? What if aliens come down from, from wherever they are, because we know they exist now, what if they come down and they decide to be my JV partner? You see, so it doesn't matter if it's something that's actually really going to happen, but can you hear like the excitement in my voice when I start to talk about it? It's fun. It's exciting. It's like going to Disneyland. What if I get to buy this and go on that ride? So play the what if game. And even if uh, a little doubt creeps into your mind that says, yeah, right, but that can't happen, then add that in and go, okay, even though there's a part of me that thinks, yeah, right, that can't happen. What if it does? So it, it sounds like, because you had mentioned the word vibration just a few minutes ago. So it's the vibration by what you're speaking that helps create, build that momentum to get to where you want to go. Yes. And we know that scientifically we can look at feelings and emotions and each one of them has a different vibration, just like a musical note does. And the vibration of joy and excitement is very high. The vibration of anger or disappointment is low. So this whole idea is to try to get yourself into the best vibration, the best feeling, the best emotion and stay there as long as you can. Play there as long as you can, because what happens is you're going to start feeling good. And when you feel good, you're going to notice good things in your environment. You're going to do better. Things are going to come together effortlessly. If you know, Have you ever been in a bad mood and it seems like you hit every red light and then your computer crashes and everything is hitting the fan at the same time? But the opposite is true too. When you're in a good mood, it seems like everything's going your way. You hit all the green lights. So before you start a project, see if you can get into that best feeling mood possible and then do your work. Yeah. Everything's coming up Millhouse, which is just an obscure, you know, comment right there. But it, it, it absolutely is true. Everything's coming up green light, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I think that's, a, that's the best place to leave it on what you just said right there. I appreciate you. You're sharing your your knowledge and everything that you've been building and everything that you're going to be building. You know, what if you build this Fempreneurs Mastermind and it just continues to help shape and change other people's lives? Like right there. So that is where I'd love to leave it. We've got Shannon Parsons. She is the co-host of Secret Knock, the founder at Secret Knock Women and VP at Mastermind Association. And now you've got this Fempreneurs Mastermind that you're building out. I can't wait to see how that goes, how that grows, and, and to have you on again once we hear how that, go, how that launched. So Shannon, thank you so much for joining us today. Brandon, thank you so much. I am really honored to be part of your sphere, your circle. And thank you so much for inviting me today. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the mastermind effect.